Welcome to the Electrovibe Podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Carr, and this is episode number six with Tom Wallbank. Tom's a blues musician who's been performing around Tucson for almost as long as I have. And as we looked over some of the things we did in the past in the studios, there was one record in particular that stood out. It's a record by A.C. Payton. He was a uh, blues man from Mississippi, and he was discovered by Fat Possum Records. And uh, some of the recordings were sent to Waterworks Studio here in Tucson, where Jim Waters uh, did some production work and brought in some of the local musicians to lay down tracks and, and build upon these recordings, which were basically uh, just kitchen recordings that Fat Possum had uh, put together. So this is, uh, we're going to play five songs here. Me and Tom talk about four of them. I'm going to add a fifth one, which is a song that he got into a movie, a song called Back to the Bridge. So this is the interview with Tom Wallbank, and this is the music of A.C. Payton. Hello, Tom Wallbank. Hello, Jimmy Carr. <laughs> How the hell are you? I'm doing really well. <laughs> Thank you so much for uh, having me over so we could sit down and talk about some old some old music days right on and so we've as we've reviewed what uh you and i have done together through the years and we've picked apart this ac payton record yeah and we've decided to just focus on it yeah which is great which means we might have to do this again that's fun by me <laughs> all right <laughs> all right will you uh <clears throat> will you tell the listening public a little bit about this record uh, this was the second record of Holly Springs tractor driver A.Z. Payton uh, out of Mississippi. And uh, he, would, uh, he would play at the weekends. And uh, I think Matthew Johnson of Fat Possum Records got hip to him <clears throat> and was going around North Mississippi at the time recording people he'd heard were good or he thought were good. That was, and that was the, we got in because he asked Jim Waters to produce some of the stuff. Yeah. Now, I think uh, the way it went down was he'd heard John Spencer Blues Explosion and, and found out that a record he'd liked was produced by Jim. So he started kind of doing all his remixes and fine tuning of all these albums, R.O. Burnside and all this stuff. Yeah, I ended up I ended up on three three Fat Possum records, I think. In the, in the span of about a year. <laughs> Which is great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's just great. And I I got wind of the recording session. I didn't know. I think it was my first time going to Jim's recording studio. I I think I was at Naeem Amore's house and I bla totally blagged my way onto the session. They did I don't think they needed harmonica. <laughs> but I was like Hi, you don't know me. I like took the phone from Naeem. You don't know me. I just moved to town. Uh, but I'm a blues player and I play harmonica and I play guitar. And I think you really need to get me on this record. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's how doors open quite often. Yeah, like it's super blag. Um, yes, and a lot of, t a lot of uh, Tucsonans ended up on this record. I mean, th for those who don't know A.C. Payton, he had he had passed away a year or two before. Yeah, he'd had a one record out, and then they had still had recordings left of the the maybe two times that they recorded him. When they had to go to his house, his farmhouse, and go to it, some of the stuffs right in his kitchen. Yeah, they had his that wife. Type of, 
That's what they, yeah, you can hear his wife on one of the cuts. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, well, let's, um, we can, since we're all AC Payton on this record, on this episode, I mean. Yeah. Let us play the first one, which will be 100,000 years, where you're going to have a little bit of harp on this. A little bit of harmonica on this track. And I have a little bit of organ in the background. Yeah. And let's, let's listen. 100,000 Years by A.C. Payton. Mama, baby. you can hear on that last track Fat Possum did a lot of uh, post-production work on the recordings. Yeah. Some of them they left fully intact, which we'll, we'll get to uh, one or two that are like that. Nobody But You this is another one where they did a little bit of cutting and pasting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, yeah I'm playing guitar on this. The, the recording, the solo they played in the studio they played me his solo and I learned it note for note and played it. And I, there's also like incidental st stuff on the song where I'm sound, where I do, do my usual 
shit, which is John Lee Hooker licks and stuff like that. So you made a you had a few passes at the guitar, the guitar work on this one. Yeah, and then they chopped it up and put it where they want. Yeah, it's very much it's very much uh, how like uh, you remember that record Electric Mud, which was Muddy Waters psychedelic album. Yeah. That was, I mean, I think their influence, what they had in their heads was like, oh, well, let's do an electric mud to AZ Payton or R.L. Burnside. Yep. Because that, that record, although Muddy wasn't maybe into the psychedelic shit, is like it sold a lot of copies. It crossed them over. Yeah. yeah. Which is, which getting certain people in front of new audiences is what selling records is all about. Yeah. And it's good for the new people to, yeah. to appreciate it however they need to appreciate it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. on this one, uh, so you're going to be on guitar on this one. And again, I have some background organ on uh, Nobody But You by A.C. Payton. And this is off his record, Do Me Right, on Fat Possum Records. This is great that we got to really dive into one record 
and dive into one awesome individual in AC Payton. Yeah. A great experience for both of us at Waterworks Studios with Jim Waters. Yeah. And that was a time and a place. Like, as you mentioned, you were new to town. Totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we, that was back in the, in the days of uh, the Red Room where I like to play some, you know, boogie and blues on the piano. And, and we got together at the Red Room plenty of times. Oh, yeah. For, and that, you know, those were those beautiful days where it was just impromptu, a classic after gig or make a gig out of something that really didn't exist. Just show up and sit around the piano and play and whoever's there got in on it. Yeah, I mean, around that time, it was made into a venue in itself, you know. I mean, before that, maybe George Rosenberg was playing piano. Yep. But, you know, around that time, they they got the PA in for the first time and they started getting bands in there, you know, so. Yeah, that, and that place when the, so it was right next to the grill on downtown, on Congress Ave there in downtown Tucson. Yeah. And it, it was just closed up for a long time. Like they didn't even open the doors until, uh, until they, I don't know how long the owners had it when they finally decided to open up the, that little bar. Right. <laughs> Once they did, it just became an underground mecca for all Tucson musicians. Yeah, all kinds of like cross pollination going mm -hmm. on. <laughs> of, <laughs> and you could go in there on one night and you know see how or somebody how with Libra de Grassa, yeah. you know, playing Cuban music. Or I've seen some crazy punk rock shows there. Yep, it was it was that kind of proper tiny little venue, and they didn't pay anybody ever. Yep, you got you got. Yeah, food and drink. Food and drink. But that was good enough. Yeah. That was kind of pure. <laughs> I like that. Very pure, yes. You know, because that kept us going. And it did. It was, there was a time when I was living close to downtown. And if I was hungry on a Thursday night, I could kind of walk in and say, hey, can I play you a few tunes? And uh -huh. I'd play a set of music for some food and drink. And, oh, and there's great people, great people, great staff. Yeah, Matt Davidson Matt behind Davidson. the bar. Yep, mayor of downtown. The, yeah, and he started mixing up some really nice cocktails down there. Oh yeah, big old chunks of ice. They were uh, really proper. <laughs> yeah, he knew what he was doing. And uh, shit, I, I, I mean, I that's where I got together with my band, the Ambassadors. You know, Mike mm -hmm. Jesse, Dimitri Manos. Yep. It was it, for years. It was like Tom Wolbank and friends, and that was like including you if you walked in the door, Naeem if he walked in with an amp, yeah. how, anyone, you know. But then it kind of developed. Yeah, that was, um, those were the days. I even had Crawdaddio in there wow. at the very beginning. I think we were the last band that ever got a little bit of money, to be honest, <laughs> which was probably like 100 bucks. They, they wised up. It's <laughs> like, like, we're going to go bankrupt <laughs> if we keep playing. Words getting round. People are coming in. Uh, okay, so those were the days for sure. I'll play another one of, of uh, AC's songs here. And uh -huh. this is, a, for me, it was a little bit on the spooky side because it's just a, a duet. Yeah. There's no cutting and pasting. It's just one time through me playing organ over his recording and, you know, him having passed away a year or so earlier. Right. 
it's kind of it's kind of intimate in a way in a in a very unusual way to sort of get to know a, a fellow af- after he's left you yeah. know Have anyways that eternal con- connection to the to the guy you know yeah and I think you have one of these too, right? I do. Okay, we'll play yours after this. This is You Don't Love Me by A.C. Payton. You don't want me You don't even need me around One more song lined up. This one I'm a little less familiar with. Can you tell us about this number? Yeah, this was, I mean, as a harmonica player, I can usually, like, the track comes on, I could, I can usually guess what key it's going to be in and, and pick the appropriate harmonica to play along to it. Sure. But this I had no idea. I was running through all my harmonicas that I had, <laughs> and the one that fit, and the, and the, I realized... It was in a, a minor key, so I was playing uh, 
minor key harmonica, third position harmonica over this track. Um, Which that, I'm not familiar with. Uh, it's one below. It's the harmonica below the key. Okay. So if you're in uh, uh, A, it would be a G. Oh, wow. So it's one below. And you just start in different area of the harmonica. Right. And the, and the scales are different. The root notes are different. But it's the minor way of playing. Yes. It's what you choose if you want to play minor. Um, so it's, but it's certainly not for in, uh, a, a young, upcoming harmonica player to figure out. You kind of got to really know your way around the, the instrument, I would guess. Yeah. And I, the track, uh, I, I messed with some third position before, so I knew what I was doing. But I went out on a limb because it was a very it was a very strange day when I came in because that morning it was nine eleven. Oh my God! And this so, recording, holy shiza! So I thought the session was going to be called off. No one knew what, what was going to happen. I'd gone over to uh, I think Names and saw what was happening in New York, and I was like, you know, this the session's going to be canceled. I called up Jim and it was like on. So I went in and we laid down the guitar. We laid down some harmonica for 10,000 years mm -hmm. and uh, nobody but you and some other stuff. And then I did the, the harmonica for this track. And, they, and like the one before, it's, it's just, as far as I recall, it's just like uh, me and him playing. Like a duet of sorts. Yeah. All right, well... But it was. I always have a soft spot because I'm. I, I don't want to. It, it, it's no false modesty, but I'm playing my ass off on this song. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> you're working for it. Well, it's an interesting way to play the harp. You know, you're not even. You're not playing it straight. You're not cross harping. You're. You're doing that other thing that I'm not even familiar with. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can still do a lot of the licks. You just got to be aware of not where to avoid. Right. Right. Because some notes are just not in the key. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. This is uh, Blind Man. Is that the title? Yeah. Wow. Recorded uh, 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Blind Man. Down on the street is crowd. As a blind man one time Down the street and proud I heard a man say
that's going to do it for episode six of the electrified podcast thank you tom wallbank for having me over for a cup of tea and so we could talk about this uh, great record ac payton on fat possum records do me right and there's a video that fat possum put out it's called you see me laughing the last of the hill county blues men and it takes a really good look at what they were doing at the time and uh all the gentlemen they were recording We'll get into some more uh, Fat Possum material in the future because I'm on some more records. In the meantime, if you feel free to drop a line, uh, ask your friends to give a listen and hit the subscribe button and um, visit the Patreon page if you feel like it. I'll keep putting up links as this thing gets developed. For now, take care.